Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. A miracle today Cause nothing is impossible To those who believe and say I believe God's word is still the same And I expect a miracle today Jesus, 
we are in your presence today stretch forth your hand and touch every single person in this place let everyone in this place be divinely selected for a miracle in the name of Jesus as you pass by this place do not pass us by visit every single one with your power bring healing bring deliverance recover sight to the blind bring strength into our mortal bodies open doors before us by the entrance of your word your word declares that they came to hear his word and were delivered from their destruction today let deliverance come to every house represented here in the name of Jesus thank you in Jesus name and everybody said amen, amen. why don't you go around give seven people a high five and tell them today is my day of miracle today is my day of victory today is my day of breakthrough today is my day of a blessing from God today God is visiting us in a mighty way in a mighty way in a mighty way in a mighty way Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Oh, Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Oh, Jesus, thank you. You lift me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you are the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Oh, Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Oh, Jesus, you lift me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest. Yeah. 
signs and wonders in this congregation. I speak faith into this congregation. Let us have the faith to be chosen for a miracle. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say your loudest, Amen. The louder your Amen, the bigger your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Give your neighbor a high five and tell your neighbor, today is my day. I said, today is my day. Do you know the song? Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. You don't know it. While on others thou art calling. Do not pass me. So how come that you are singing since you don't know? Savior, Savior, 
By tomorrow you know it. Can you can you please help us? Pass me not oh, chance it's a prayer that as Jesus is visiting people, he will not pass you by. Maybe it's about your work. Maybe it's about your health. Maybe it's about your Christian life. Maybe it's about your relationship. Maybe it's about your children. That he will not pass you by. Are you ready? Let's sing it. Pass me not. Pass me not, oh gentle Savior.
seated in the presence of God. Wow. Well, it's good to see all of you. And I want to personally ask everybody to relax. This is a miracle service. Once we are in a rush, we will, we will miss the move of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So, everybody relax. We will not be here till tomorrow. By all means, we will go home today. All right? And relax and God will visit you. Amen. How many of you are expecting a miracle from God? I mean, seriously, you are expecting God to do something fantastic in your life. Wonderful. So today, we want to talk about miracles. All right? And we want to come into an atmosphere and a season where God is visiting us as a church with tangible miracles. That there will be cues to give a testimony. That when it's testimony time, we'll have to give about half an hour for testimonies. Hallelujah. We want to believe God that God will bring us into that state. And God is capable. God is able. The Bible says, unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think about. God is able to do more than you can ask. God is able to do more than you can think about. God is, you see, God's work, begin, God's work begins at the end of your imagination. When you have stretched your imagination to the limit, that's when God's power begins. So he's able to do exceedingly, that's the scripture, abundantly, above what you can ask or think about. According to the power that worketh. In us, all right. So, I want you to have faith and I want your heart to be open for God to make a move in your life. By the end of this service, somebody's school fees will be paid. I said, By the end of this service, somebody's school fees will be paid. God is able to do. Tell your neighbor, God is able to do. Yeah, so today, for the time that we have, I want to talk about four laws. Of miracles and manifestations. For us to operate in miracles and manifestations, it's important for us to know the laws that govern miracles and manifestations. Hallelujah. It's important for us to have an understanding because with God, you can't do something illegal. Hallelujah. So today is the beginning of many miracle services we are going to have. And we are going to talk about miracles in those services. And we are starting with the laws. Somebody say amen. Amen. Four laws. There are four main laws that govern miracles. And it's important that as a church we understand. Turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter number 4. Want to read Luke chapter 4. Maybe we'll read from verse number 14. In Luke chapter 4. The Bible says that, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went a fame of him throughout the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues and was glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he was brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And he stood up for to read. And they handed to him the book of the prophet Elias. Isaiah. And he opened 
it. And when he had found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to recover sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to declare the acceptable year of the Lord. So here Jesus is talking about the, uh, the spirit of the Lord being upon him, and what the spirit of the Lord, the presence of the spirit of the Lord, which we call the anointing, will help to do. So Jesus begins to talk about, he begins his ministry by talking about miracles. The miraculous power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He begins his ministry by listing the things that he was going, he, Jesus was going to do. Being filled with the power of the Spirit. He said he, the first thing he would do would be to preach. The gospel. The first thing you should come to church for is for the preaching of the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel of Jesus Christ is the fact that God loved the world so much, he sent his son Jesus to die for us. That our sins be washed away and that we be saved. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He said also, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. There are so many people who are brokenhearted in the world. Broken heart means a disappointment. There are so many people, you see them walking around, they are disappointed. What, how does a broken heart come? The broken heart is when you expect something and it doesn't come. And you become sorrowful. It's like your hopes are dashed. So sometimes it expresses itself most commonly in our modern world, in relationships. Johnny said he will marry you until he saw Shawanda. Why? Because Shawanda had a little more color than you. I mean, you thought you were a yellow bone until you saw Shawanda. I mean, you know that there are are yellow bones around, but you can see that they are making a lot of effort to maintain it. How many of you know? Even if you turn your head a little, you will see one. Do you get it? But you will see that some yellow bones, no maintenance, it's it's yellow already. Somebody say amen. amen. So when he saw such a yellow bone, he said, my God, my God, my God. He said, Eli, 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 lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And then your heart was broken. You wrote an exam, you were expecting to pass. And you didn't pass and you were excluded. And your heart is broken. So Jesus, I've come to heal all these things. He wanted to have a baby, and baby didn't come. He said, and your heart is broken. It makes you cry. A broken heart is something that makes you cry. A disappointment that makes you cry. Jesus said, I have power to heal that. He said, also to recover sight to the blind. He was talking about wild miracles that the Spirit of the Lord had come upon him for him to do. To recover sight to the blind. He said to preach deliverance to people who are captives. Today, anybody who is addicted to anything, you are being set free today. By reason of the power of God, you are being set free. There are people who are addicted to so many kinds of things. Some, a lot of brothers are addicted to masturbation. They've masturbated so much, it looks like they've bleached their skin. Some are addicted to pornography. Last week I said in Deban, even when I'm preaching, some people are watching pornography on their phones. Because Satan is the prince of the power of the air. It's only pornography that when you are watching, internet doesn't buffer. You don't know how they do it. It doesn't buffer. 
It doesn't do loading. As soon as you click, no, boom, there it is. It doesn't buffer. Yeah, no loading. When you want to load a gospel, a video, you see it's loading. It's never loading. Even cell C is against the gospel. Yeah. What am I talking about? Addiction. If you're addicted to pornography, be set free today in the name of Jesus. There are people who are addicted to liquor. You started drinking liquor when you were seven years old. So it has gone into your system and your system is ossified with it. Sure. It has crystallized itself in your blood. When they test your blood, they look for blood in your alcohol. Instead of looking for alcohol in your blood, they look for blood in your alcohol to test. So even when you drink water, immediately you begin to feel something. <laughs> Be delivered from it in the name of Jesus. So he said, I've come to set captives free. I've come to set at liberty people who are bruised and to declare to the people the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus said, one of the things that the anointing will do to make it the right time for something good to happen to you. The acceptable year of the Lord means the time for the thing to happen. That day that you are waiting for the breakthrough, Jesus said, because of the anointing, I've come to declare that that time is now. Yeah. Maybe you have been crying and crying and crying, but I came to tell you it's time for you to laugh again. Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I came to declare to you that this is your morning. Maybe your business has been struggling for a long time. You are wondering, when is it going to work? I came to tell you that this is the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the year it's going to work. You have been believing God to drive your own car for years. You have been wondering, when will it come to pass? I came to tell you that this year is the year that it will come to pass. The acceptable year of the Lord. The Bible says, and he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue was fasting, were fasting on him. Can you imagine? Everybody is looking at you. Pressure. Bible says, and he began to say unto them, today or this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. May this scripture be fulfilled in our church today. And all bore him witness. Bible says, and all bore him witness and wondered at the glorious words that proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? Whenever there's a good thing, you always have some people who try to spoil it. This, the, the thing is nice. Just clap for it. They said, is this not Joseph's son? And he said, thou shalt surely say to me, or you shall surely say to me this day, this prophet, physician, heal thyself. For whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, let it be done also here in thy country. And he said, verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you the truth. There were many widows in the time of Elias. When the heavens were shut for three years and six months. And great famine was throughout the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent. Save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, a woman who was widowed. Verse 27 says, and there were many lepers in the time of Elias, 
And none was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. Or Naaman the leper. This is what I was talking about to you the other day. Put your hands together for the word of God. You, you don't need to be tense for me. Enjoy the word of God. <laughs> oh, God. Look, in this piece of scripture, Jesus is talking about miracles. And he explains to us through these scriptures the laws that govern miracles. And I said today, we want to talk about four laws of miracles. Then we will pray and ask God for a miracle. Hallelujah. Isn't it simple? So number one, the first law of miracles is the law of divine selection. The law of divine selection. For anybody to have a miracle, God selects the person divinely. There's a supernatural way God selects a person. And that depends on your faith. God selects, Jesus said, but I tell you the truth. There were many widows in the time of Elias. That is Elijah. There were many widows in the time of Elias. When there was great famine, you see, and when the, the heavens were shut for three, three and a half years, and there was great famine in the land. What it, when the Bible says great famine, it means everybody was hungry. It's not like some people were hungry, some people... Farming means a time of hardship and hunger. Everybody was hungry at that time. But in the... So what it meant is that everybody needed a miracle. Everybody needed a breakthrough. Everybody needed an intervention from God. Everybody needed God to come through for them. Everybody needed somebody to bless them. But the Bible says, unto none of them was Elijah sent to accept... The widow, one widow in Sarepta, the widow, one we call the widow of Sarepta. He was sent to me. Can you imagine? Everybody is hungry, everybody is looking for a breakthrough. Then one person, only one person, a prophet is sent to only one person. Now, I would like you to know at this point that not every man of God is sent to everybody. Or I should put it in this way not everybody that you are sent to. Will receive you. Not everybody that you are sent to will receive you. To start with, not every man of God is sent to everybody. This man of God, Elias, he was sent to the widow. Meanwhile, there were many widows. So if you are saying, oh, okay, this is a special outreach to the widows, they bypass all the other widows and they selected this particular widow. So, although Elias was walking around, other widows were seeing Elias and saying, Elias, pray for us. Elias, help us. Elias, come to our aid. Elias, do something. Elias, help. He didn't mind anybody. He was sent to one particular widow. This is what we call divine selection. May you be selected. I said, may you be selected. And I said, as a man of God, it's not everybody you are sent to. And you know by those who receive you. Hallelujah. Let's start with Jesus Christ. Or even before we go to Jesus, we use Jesus as the explanation. Let's start with Bishop Dagwood Mills, one of the greatest men of God of our generation. I have never seen a man of God like that before. One of the greatest man, men of God. We are living in one of the greatest ministries in the world. Two million members. You think about any man of God you know. 
Any man of God you know, and look at the person's ministry, and compare it to what you are sitting in, you will see that their ministry is just a part of our ministry. If you take crusades, the famous guy we knew for crusades, which you have just mentioned, that is just one part of our ministry. We are holding the biggest crusades in Africa right now. Yeah. Everywhere we take the crusade to, they tell us, this crusade reminds us of Rehan Bonke because the only person who has had this type of crusade in this, ever in this country is Reinhard Bonke. And they all did 50 years ago, 40 years ago. Yeah. What again? Church growth. Take some of the biggest churches in the world. Even take the biggest church in the world of one million members. We are sitting with two million members. You are now saying, wow. What again? Books. Books. We have 30 million books in print. Think of any man of God who is into writing books. We have 30 million books in print. What else do you... Won't talk about what? Training of pastors. Pastoral training. I don't want to mention names so that you go home and begin. Oh, what are the men? But do you think about when it, we, we Look, we currently we are running the biggest Bible school in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> biggest. So, if you take a great man like Bishop Dagewonus, you will expect that everybody will receive him. Everybody will like him. But I'm here to tell you that not everybody likes him. No, not everybody likes him. It is those of us who like him that are blessed of him. And when you receive a man of God, you receive of his power. When you receive a man of God, then you can get the power that he comes with. Then the power that it for us because we receive it, we are enjoying the power of the man of God. Now, let's come home. You're sincerely myself. I don't believe that I've been sent to all of you. I've, look, when I learned this reality, I've stopped trying to win your I don't know which word to your attention or interest. What's the word? No, I don't. I, I'm now, now I don't try. I don't even apologize. I don't try again. Because maybe I'm not sent to you. How do I know? I know by your faith. Maybe I'm not. So I've, I've, Lieutenant, I've stopped making the effort. I just tell you what I want to tell you. you. It's up to you, believe or not. Your believing tells me whether I'm sent to you or not. Some people come to church, they don't believe that they are coming to hear the word of God. Yeah, some people can't. They say they are coming to hear jokes. If you want to laugh, come to the church. You will laugh, and then your 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 knee, your knee, your knee, your knee will pain you. But to some other people, oh, they come to hear the mind of God concerning them. That's how you know who you are sent to. Faith can be seen. Yeah, I'm coming to that. Now, Jesus Christ. Bible says about Jesus in John chapter 1 verse it says and he came unto his own but his own received him not if Jesus Christ the people did not receive him why, why do you think that you will receive me why do you think you receive him he came, Bible says, he came unto his own his own but his own received him not his own people, they received him not. His own children, they received him not. He came unto his own, but his own received him not. But a 
as many as received him, my God, as many as received him, to them gave he power. How did they get the power? They received him. I'm talking about divine selection. And I said divine selection is based on your faith. God selects people based on their faith. So he says, as many as received him, to them he gave power. How did they receive him? He said, even they that believed, you believe, then you receive. You believe. So many of the people who don't receive, it's because they don't believe. It's because they don't believe. It's because they don't believe. that Oh, God has sent us a man of God. They don't believe. So they don't receive. As many as received, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Even them that believed on his name. And faith can be seen. How can faith be seen? The same way love can be seen. Faith can also be seen. When a girl is in love, how do you know that she's in love? She begins to smile. Her, her eyes begin to twinkle. Her eyes begin to twinkle. I said faith can be seen in the same way love can be seen. Her eyes begin to twinkle. She becomes excited. She becomes happy. When she gets a message from the guy, she becomes excited. She starts to jump around. She starts to shout. She wants to show everybody. Come on, see. Johnny sent me a message. Look at the picture Johnny sent to me. She's all over the place. She's excited. In the same way, in the same way, we see faith. When you are preaching to people and they have faith, you see their eyes begin to twinkle. They become excited. They begin to shout. Some say amen. Some begin to clap. Some begin to jump. They become super excited. Why? They have faith. That's how you see faith. Sometimes you are preaching somebody's WhatsApping. No faith. Jesus said not all men have faith. They are done WhatsApping. Be, 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 be. Sometimes you are preaching, people are sleeping. I used to feel that maybe the man of God is not anointed, but I've realized that no, people don't have faith. Yeah. Sometimes you are sleeping. Sometimes you are preaching, people are walking around. No faith. No faith. Because when a girl is in love, when the brother says, Sissy, I'm coming, she'll just be sitting there, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, he's coming! Just be sitting there. She won't move. Look, every three minutes she will check her phone. Has she called? Is he calling? Has he WhatsApp? Can I hear from him? Is he online? Is he online? And does he have data? She will just be checking. The same way when people have faith, when they come to church, they sit down. They become excited. They relax. They are just enjoying them. That's why when you are in love, when you are with the pet, when you are with your lover, you are not in a hurry to go anywhere. Yeah, when it's time to go home, you become very sad. Oh, it's time to go already. You become very sad. In the same way, when you have faith, when you come into the presence of God, you don't worry about time anymore. There's no need to rush anywhere. There's no need to run away. There's no need to go. Just keep preaching. Just keep preaching. Just keep preaching. Faith can be seen. You can see faith. When you are preaching, you know those who don't have faith. You can see. 
People don't have faith. Now before they are sleeping, they are checking. They are making a list, to-do list. After church, I'll do this. Number one, go to, go to the house. Number three, two, change my clothes. Number three, pick my wallet. Number four, go to the mall. Number five, start from pick and pay. Number two, buy. They are making their grocery list. I'm going to buy potatoes, tomatoes, and mangoes. They don't have faith. Faith can be seen. I said faith can be seen. Faith can be seen. And when you have faith, you see the glory of God. Jesus said to Martha, he said, Martha, 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 Martha. When Lazarus died and Jesus came onto the scene, Bible says Martha was the first person to rush to Jesus. When she rushed to Jesus, her heart was broken. She had not read the scripture that said that he has sent me to heal the broken hearted. So her heart was broken and she came to Jesus and she said, Master, if you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha. She said, Martha, Martha, did I not tell you that if you will believe, you will see the glory of God. What makes you see the glory of God is your faith. That's what makes you see the glory of God. He said, Martha, Martha, said I not unto you that if thou wouldest believe, thou wouldest see the glory of God. He said, what what prevents other people from seeing the glory of God? What prevents other people from seeing the hand of God moving their life? What prevents other people from getting a breakthrough is the fact that they can believe. May you become a believer. I said, may you become a believer. You know those who believe by how they say amen. Yeah, you know. You know those who believe by how they say amen. Because it's a, amen is a response. It's a faith response. If you don't believe it, you won't say it. Yeah. Acts chapter 4. I said faith can be seen. Amen. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 14. In Acts chapter 14 verse 8, the Bible says, And there was a certain man in Lystra. Impotent in the feet, in the feet, crippled from his mother's womb and had never walked. The same had Paul preached, and he steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. The man did not say, Paul, I have faith. The man did not say, oh, I have faith. He no, Paul went to Bible says, and he steadfastly beholding him and perceiving. To perceive means to know. Paul could see that the guy had faith. Paul could see. As Paul was looking at him, he could see this guy has faith to be healed. Sometimes when you are preaching, you can see people who have faith to be healed. You can just see right away. You can see people who have faith for miracles. Sometimes you pray for people, you are praying for a stone. Yeah, one day somebody else said, anytime you pray for me, you leave me quickly. Why? I didn't want to. Sometimes it's difficult for us to tell you the whole thing. So I said, oh God will be merciful. But the real thing I wanted to say is that you are like a stone. If I stay long on you, the anointing will lift up from me. By the time I go to the, person, the next person, there will be no power. I, I can't detect. As soon as I leave, I say, this one, no power, then I move. This one, ah, receive it, receive it, receive it. Yeah. No, if you like, check. As soon as I lay, this is a hard stone. I move to the next one. Stone. Look, as a minister, you don't want to do what God is not doing. 
what looks easy is actually what God is doing. Then you avail yourself to be used. Now, when you try to do what God is not doing, you see how hard the ministry is. Yeah, so those who say that the ministry is very difficult, they are actually doing what God is not doing. But if you join God to do what he's doing, oh, God said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's how it is. So as soon as I say, ah, hard stone, next one, stone. There are more male stones than female stones. I say it again and put it on record. There are more male stones than female stones. Do you understand? When you put the stones together, the males are more. And the females of the stones are fewer. Yeah. Bible says, and Paul, and he, the same head Paul preached. Those of you who don't like preaching, this is where we lose you. Because before your miracle will come, there must be a preacher. There must be a preacher. Bible says, he sent forth his word. And he healed them and delivered them from. The word is what brings the healing. The word is what brings the deliverance. So the same head Paul preached. And he steadfastly beholding him. And perceiving that he had faith to be healed. He shouted with a loud voice. He said, stand upright. And walk. And Bible says, and he leaped. And walked. That's how the, that's how the breakthrough came. Faith. So when you have faith, then you qualify to be selected. I'm talking about the first law, divine selection. When you have faith, then you qualify. That's why all the people Jesus healed, he said, thy faith has made thee whole. Thy faith has made thee whole. It's not even the faith of the man of God. It's your faith. He said, Jesus never said, my faith has made thee whole. By my faith, you are healed. By my faith, receive healing. He says, your faith. Your faith has made you whole. 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 Yeah. The more you hear the word of God, the more you have faith. Bible says, faith cometh not by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing, but hearing of the word of God. You hear the word of God, then your faith builds up. What do you hear? You hear the great things that God has done in time past. Then you encourage yourself. We used to have a saying, Lord, we've heard of your fame. We stand in awe of your wonderful deeds, O oh Lord. Lord, we've heard of your fame. We stand in awe of your wonderful deeds. Renew them in our day. Renew them in our day. In our life. Remember mercy in our time. Make them known. Renew them in our days. Renew them in our days. In our time, we cry. Renew them in our days. All we are saying that we have heard. We have heard the things you have done before. We have heard all of them. And we are saying, renew them in our time. Just do it again. I'm talking about divine Bible. Jesus, I'm still on verse 27 of my main scripture. Jesus said, there were many widows in the time of the famine. Different people were hungry. But the, the prophet was sent only unto. May the prophet be sent to you. Yeah. And I said, that depends on your faith. 
27, he said there were many lepers. There were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elijah. But only one was cleansed. And that one was who? Naaman. God selects specially. In John chapter 5, the Bible says, After this was the feast of the Jews. And Jesus went into Jerusalem. Now there was at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In this lay a multitude. Multitude means a great number. In this lay a multitude of impotent folk, of the blind, the halt, and the widow, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time and troubled the waters. Whosoever then first stepped into the water was healed of whatever diseases are. And there was a certain man which had had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. Today, problems which have been there for a long time, today they will be solved. He had had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew he had been there for a long time, he said to the impotent man, will thou be made whole? And the impotent man says, Sir, I have no man to put me in the water when it is not for while I am yet coming. Another stepped down before me. And Jesus said, rise, take up your bed. And the impotent man rose. He took up his bed and he walked. That is how he got healed. Jesus came. There was a great multitude. Jesus just swept all of them. And then he healed that very one. Later on, they asked Jesus, how come there only one person? Why you you heal only person? He said, my father worked. He died too. I went. Of course, I don't want to go. The same day was a Sabbath. It's a whole new subject. I don't want to go into that. But he said, the reason why I healed only one, because my father was healing only one. God had cho- May you be the one that is chosen. Yeah. May you be the one that is chosen. Second law. The second law will interest you very much. The second law is the law of humility. The law of humility. Humility is a great virtue. It's perhaps the greatest virtue anybody can have. Anything you are doing, you will need humility. There is nothing you are doing that you don't need humility. Yeah. It's a very great virtue. The Bible talk, verse 27, Jesus said, And there were many lepers in the day of Elias, but none was cleansed, saving Naaman the leper. He was the one who was cleansed, or the Syrian. He was the one who was cleansed. Now let's look at name because we are studying what Jesus said to have an understanding into miracles. Now let's look at name and take us back to Second Kings five, where the original event occurred. In verse one, the Bible says, "Now Naaman, a captain of the host of the king of Syria, was great with his master and marvelous, for the Lord had." Brought deliverance unto Syria by him. And he was a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. Here the Bible introduces this man called Naaman. And this man called Naaman, Bible says that he was a great man. His master liked him. He was the captain of the army of, of, of Syria. Through him, deliverance had come to Syria. Can you imagine that coronavirus is trying to come to South Africa? Then somebody finds the cure for coronavirus. You'll be a very lovable everybody. The whole country. Yeah, the whole world. Hey, so 
This guy was like that. The Bible says he was a leper. In those days, leprosy was what was known as the incurable disease. The disease that had no cure. It was like HIV today or coronavirus. It was the coronavirus of the day. So the Bible goes on to tell us that this guy wanted to be healed. And he heard that there was a great prophet in Israel called Elisha. So he wrote a letter to go and see to the king of Israel to allow him to go and see Elijah. So verse 9, the Bible says, And Naaman came with his horses and his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elijah. And, and Elijah sent a messenger unto him saying, Go and wash yourself in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall come unto you again and you shall be clean. The Bible says, And Naaman was wroth and went away saying, he was angry and he went away saying, Behold, I thought he would come out unto me and stand and call on the name of his God and smite the place with his hand and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farpa the rivers of Damascus better than the waters all the waters of Israel that I may wash and be clean and he went away angry and his servant came nigh unto him and said unto him my father if the prophet had bid of you some great thing would you not have done it how much rather wash and be clean. And the Bible says, and he went down, verse 14, and dipped seven times in the Jordan. And, he, and his flesh came again fresh like unto a baby. And he was clean. Now look at this man called Naaman. Because he was a big man, even as he was coming to see the prophet, the Bible says he came with Horses and chariots to the door. Can you imagine the company, the motoke, pini, 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 then he came to the prophet. When he came to the prophet, he was expecting that the prophet will come out and see him and call on the name of his God and smite the place. Be free! Receive it! And then he will be healed. But to his surprise, when the prophet came, when, when it was time, the prophet just sent somebody, go and tell that guy, go and tell that guy who's standing out there that he should go and wash in the Jordan. And he will be clean. The problem was he had not been bathing for a long time. But let's come to serious matters. But when he was told, because it didn't come in the way he was expecting it, the Bible says he was angry. He was. Sometimes you have people because they are a little educated, they won't humble themselves and receive instruction from, from, from their pastor. You may be more educated than your pastor, but your pastor is your pastor. Sometimes a little riches, then the people are popped up. You see people, you never had a job before. 17 years, you did not have a job. 17 years, you didn't have a job. 
Then suddenly you get a miracle job, then you are puffed up. Then you are puffed up. You have been working all this while. Now your boss has just given you a car to drive. We have been giving you lift since we knew you. Your boss just gave you the office car to drive. Now, you, when you come, even you sit in the car, you send for us. Yeah, please go and call me that guy, that guy. No, not one, that one. Why? Because your boss just gave you the work car. Yeah. Sometimes we are with you. Nobody is choosing you. You, are, you have put on makeup. You have put on pawns. You have bought new clothes. You have put on high heel. You have lost weight. You have, you have put on hair, extra hair, extra body, extra part, extra everything. Put on lipstick. Then finally, by the grace of God, a brother comes to the church. He's not looking straight. Then he sees you. By the time he realizes he has chosen you, then now that he has chosen you, come and see. Even church, you won't come. Yeah. When we say it's Sunday, come to church. You say me, 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 and Jimmy. We are going to to the beach in Devon. Hey. Meanwhile, we were here with you when nobody. You couldn't even pay to make your hair. Yeah, we have to preach in a certain way so that your neighbor who's sitting next to you will give you one of her wigs. You see, as a pastor, we care for all our church members. So sometimes we see your need, then we preach in a certain way. You get it, Angela? We preach in a certain way, then because of the preaching, your neighbor is touched and moved with compassion. Because the Bible says, uh, when he saw the multitude, uh, he was moved with compassion uh, on them. And he fainted. For the, they were like sheep having no shepherd. So as she's looking at you, she says that this bag, you have been using it for the past seven years. Uh, why don't I bless this sister with one of my bags? Then she blesses you with a bag. Today you have got a job. You can afford some things. So he said, nobody should talk to you. Don't talk to me. Who are you to talk to me the way you are? We, we were here when we gave you, look, the shoe you can wear. You see that when you come, it's like you have a walking. Yeah, it's like you are coming. And we all think that, look, you, 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 when we see you, we look at you and say, oh, my nigga. Look, it's not my nigga. It's the shoe. The balance of the shoe. You have to walk in that way. The shoe is what makes you walk in that way. Yeah. The gradients. Yeah. So you have to balance this way or else you tip and fall. Yeah. Now you got a, a shoe, proper shoe to wear. Come and be an usher. You say you can't be an usher. Pride. Bible says pride goes. Humility is one of the things that makes God choose you for a miracle. I'm going to show you the difference between Satan and Jesus. I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you are now. As you are moving. Don, 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 don. Don, 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 don. Meanwhile, it's the shoe. It's not you. It's the shoe. It's the shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Now you say you are a nigger, so we shouldn't we didn't say anything. No problem, my nigger, no problem. Humility is what lifts a person up, and pride is what brings somebody down. There would have been great forces in heaven. Jesus, 
Lucifer. Yeah. But Bible says Lucifer. He said to himself. In Isaiah 14. Verse 30. He said I will ascend. Unto into the heavens. I will make my throne. Above the stars. Of God. I will sit also. In the mount of the Lord. By the sides of the north. The mount of the Lord is where God himself sits. In the sides of the north. That's why when you read the Bible it says. Promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west. nor from. It doesn't say north. Because that's where God is. Yeah, North is where God is. Because that's, but it comes from above. So instead of saying it comes from north. It says it comes from above. That's where this God is. God resides in the sides of the north. Lucifer said, I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. He said, I will ascend above the clouds and be like the most high. This is somebody who was created by God, but he had been puffed up. He was now a guru. So look at the next verse. The Lord said to him, you shall be brought down into the hell and guess what to the sides of the pit God has a great sense of humor I tell you no 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 you will not be at the sides of the you will be at the sides of the pit he lifted himself anybody who lifts himself up is brought down anything you are doing look like marriage you have to be humble without humility you can never do well in marriage look what are the three keys you need in marriage number one humility number two Humility. Number three, humility. That's what you need. And when I say humility, I don't mean just the sisters. Because this is where the brothers go to town. So, it's the sisters. Oh no, everybody needs to be humble. Especially the sisters. Yeah, sometimes as a man, you have to humble yourself. You have been quarreling for three weeks. Nobody is talking to anybody. Because of that, you say, I won't eat in that. Meanwhile, you have given money to make food. You say, you won't eat in that. You will starve and you will die. Humble yourself and rise up as the head of the marriage and say, sweetie, please, let's bring this. It's okay. Let's bring this quarrel to an end. Okay. Let's bring this quarrel. It's okay. We have quarreled over toothpaste for some time, but let's bring it to an end. It's okay. As, as we Zoro men, we don't apologize. Okay, go on and go and be there. Yeah. Yeah. Hum, when any, look, Satan, he lifted himself. God brought him down. Yeah. But we see on the other hand, Jesus. You are in a relationship with a girl. Every day she's arguing with you. No man likes to be argued with. No, God made us that way. There's only one person who's allowed to argue with us. That's our mother. Yes, she has the app. You see, she has the application to argue with us. Apart from her, that's the only woman who's allowed to argue with us. Yeah, man, a man. That's how God has made a man. So as soon as you start arguing with him, he decides anything you are saying, he won't take it. He may not say it. Most men, a lot of men don't say much. But what they will do, they know. No amount of your... You can talk until the radio goes off. He won't do it. Yeah, he won't do it. Look, I visited a couple. I was trying to sort out issues with them. Then I said to the wife, the way you talk to your husband, if you were married to me, there would be nothing you would say to me that I'll ever do. Yeah, till we go to heaven. 
Because of the way you talk, the way you say it. It may even be a good thing. It's like even my hand is there. The door is coming to slam it. The way you will say I should remove my hand, I'll leave it for the door to slam it. Yes. Because he said, remove your hand, stupid. Then the door, the door should slam it. Yeah. Boom. Then we go. The doctor will be nicer to me. Back to what I was saying. So small relationship we are in. When you say one, then she will say one. When you say one, it's like a debate. We are in the debate team. Look, I'm not looking for a debate partner. partner. <laughs> I'm not looking for a debate partner. I'm looking for a friend. Somebody. No. Oh, so pastor, are you saying that when men are wrong, you shouldn't tell them? You should tell them. You will be a big fool if you don't tell them. Because when they go down, they will take you with them. Yeah. You should tell them. But you find a way to tell them. Yeah. I was solving somebody's problem this dawn. This dawn. And I said to the wife, go and make peace. Then the wife said, I said, I know it's not about that. It's about this thing. But you are his wife, so you can't say it to him. I will say it to him on your behalf. But you cannot say it to him. If you say it to him, it's over for you. So I am the lawyer. I, I told I told her after church, I will say it to him for you, but you cannot say that to him. Hey, Pastor, but I was brought up to free my mind. Okay, keep freeing your mind. <laughs> Jesus, I was comparing Lucifer to Jesus. How many of you are following? Lucifer and Jesus. Jesus, the Bible talks about Jesus. The Bible says in, in Philippians 2, the Bible says, Let this mind be in you, as was also. In Christ Jesus. Though he who being in the form of God. Thought it not robbery. To be equal to God. But what did he do? He. He brought himself to the form of a servant. What does he say? He humbled himself. Let this, let this mind be in you. As. Yeah. And he made himself. Thank you. And he made himself of no reputation. Taking taking on the form of a servant and being found in the likeness of man. And being found in the likeness of man, he humbled himself. And what? He became obedient. Thank you very much. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death on the cross. Wherefore? Wherefore? Somebody humbled himself. Somebody humbled himself. Wherefore God has highly exalted him. And given him a name that is above every name. When you humble yourself, God lifts you. I see God lifting you up. I said I see God lifting you up. When you humble yourself, God lifts you. Wherefore God has given him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of that name Jesus. Humility makes God lift you up. Many people are not humble. Sometimes even the things you need to do to receive your miracle, it takes humility. Yeah, this man Neymar, he look, look, when you look at the Jordan, I'm sure it was like the Nsunduzi River. When you look at the death in the Jordan, he said, no, I can't go into this Jordan. Sometimes the things, you, the, the, the thing you need to do, you have to, if you are not humble, you can't. You, you can't get help. One day I visited a brother. When I visited him, we had a chat, everything. And when I was about to leave, he said, Oh, Pastor, I want to tell you something. 
I said, I want to pray with you before I go. Is there anything I should pray about? Then he said, Pastor, I want to tell you something. I said, what is it? Then he said to me, one day, I went out with some friends of mine. And when we went, there were some ladies. And they gave me one of the ladies. And one thing led to another, and another thing led to another. After that day, anytime I sleep, a man comes to abuse me in my bed. And when I wake up in the morning, I feel abused. He said to me, sometimes I wear jeans and put on a belt and tighten the belt. By the time I wake up, the jeans is off. Yeah, I'm naked like a banana. Yeah, I know that I have been sodomized. Yes. If you are not humble, you can't ask for such a help. Hey, what are they going to think about me? Hey, is this how they are going to say? Oh, it's... But when you, you don't humble yourself to get help, you will die in your problem. So when he finished saying that thing, my heart was moved. I told him, kneel down and lift up your hands. And he knelt down, he, lift, he lifted up both hands, and I laid my hands on him. And I prayed and I declared, today is the last night this will happen to him. Then I left. When I finished, he gave me an offering, and I left. So I left. Three months later, he came to see me. So I felt he was coming again to say, the man has come back. And he said to me, Pastor, since the day you laid your hands on me and you prayed over me, the man has never come again. He said to me, when the man didn't come that night, I was surprised. I said, let me wait for tomorrow. Maybe he's tired. Then, he, then, then one day became two days. Then two days became one week. Then one week became a month. He said, let me give it three months, 90 days and see. He did a 90 day experiment. And the man never came again. But what brought him to the point to say humility? Many of you are trying to look good and trying to be pleasant and try to be Miss Beautiful. Then you, so you cannot humble yourself to say what the real problem is. Yeah, you can't humble yourself. Therefore, you are cut off from you are cut off from your blessing. Yeah, you are cut off from it. May you be humble. Amen. Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and you will lift you up. Number three, the third and fourth one, they are very short and then we go. Number three, the law of repeated ministration. I'm talking about the laws that govern miracles. The law of repeated ministrations. Repeated ministrations. Repeated ministrations. Look, Sometimes you have to be ministered to over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. Hey, I came once, they prayed for me, so I won't come again. Look, Jesus, he said to his disciples so many times, receive the Holy Spirit. Bible says he prayed for them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. He, Bible says, and he breathed upon them and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. So many times. He didn't do it only once. Repeated. Some problems have to be dealt with over and over and over again. Philippians 3.1, the Bible says that finally, therefore brethren, therefore my beloved brethren, be rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you, to me, is not grievous, but to you. It is safe. Look, sometimes it takes a long time for you to know something. It takes a long time. You have to hear it again and again and again. We have to lay hands on you again and again and again and again. It doesn't happen. Oh, boom. Then no. Again, repeated. You have to hear it again and again and again and again. 
It's like an onion. Anytime we lay hands on you, one layer peels off. We lay hands on you again, another layer goes off. We lay hands on you, another, like that. Until the day your breakthrough comes out. Yeah. Again. I'm blessed. The Bible says, no, one day I had two children. I sent them to school. Yeah. Once upon a time. When I sent them to school, when they come from school, I said, what did you learn? One plus one, two, two plus two, three. One, two, one, two, 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 four, two, three, six, three, two, four, eight, two, five, ten, two, six, twelve, two, seven, fourteen, two, eight, sixteen, two, nine, eighteen, two, ten, two, eleven, two, four. <laughs> I tell my son, one of my sons, I, I wonder which school he goes to. Anytime I say, let me see your homework. He said, Daddy, sign my homework. I said, let me see. Then he please give me your homework. Are you here? Well, he said, I think he's, I said, ah, you are still doing times table. What grade are you in? Grade six. I was like, ah, when you were in grade one, I'm always arguing why I pay school fees. Because when you were in grade one, you were doing times table. Grade two, you were doing times table. Grade three, times table. Grade four, grade five. Even grade six, you are still doing two, one, two, 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 four, two, three. Do you know why it is so? It takes a long time for something to crystallize in your mind. Yeah. It takes a very long time. You see, because some of us were not taken through this rigorous form of learning. That's why when we ask you anything, 22 plus 24, you have to count. At this your age, you are in second year university. You have to use abacus to calculate 22 plus 24. You don't even know what abacus, you have to use counters. Counters, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Plus, the, like, like. The only way it stays with you is you've been taught the same thing again and again, again and again. Repeated ministration again, 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 again till it crystallizes in you. Then you know it. Yeah. One day, the prophet Elijah had an encounter with. The prophet Elijah had an encounter with Ahab. And after he has slain the prophets of, 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 of Baal, he told Ahab that there's going to be rain. Then when Ahab went, he went onto the mountain and he started to pray. When he was praying, he sent a servant, go and see if the rain is coming. Then the servant, Bible says the servant went the first time. When he went the first time, he came, he said, there's no rain. Did the prophet not pray? He prayed. He said, go the second time. He went the second time. He came. He said, no, no, no. There's no rain. Then he said, go the third time. He went the, the fourth time. The fifth time. Some of your problems have to be prayed for five times. He went the sixth time. He even went the seventh. When he came for the seventh time, he said to the prophet, he said, I see something as a fist of a man. The prophet said, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. He said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Some 
problems are repeated again. This message I'm preaching, some of you must go and listen to it again and again on podcast and believe it. Then you activate a miracle in your life. Yeah. Repeated ministrations. Number four, I close with this one. The fourth one is the law of divine timing. The law of divine timing. Divine timing. Ecclesiastes 3.11, the Bible says, in his time, he makes all things beautiful. In his time. God has a time for everybody. I said God has a supernatural time for everybody. God has a supernatural time for everybody. God has a time and God has a time for you. Jesus said to declare unto them the acceptable year. God has a special time for everybody. Today, your neighbor may be the one getting married, but don't worry. It's just a matter of time. Your Saturday will come, and somebody will come, and he will choose you. Yeah. You missed a good place to say amen. Yeah. We are all looking for a job, and your friends seem to have gotten a job, but I came to tell you there's an appointed time for you. A day will come, and you will also get a job. So when your friend gets a breakthrough, rejoice with your friend. There's this famous story of these little, two little boys who were playing. One of them had gotten a new toy and the other one did not have a toy. And the one who did not have a toy, he was very happy and he was playing with the guy, the guy's toy and playing with the guy. He was very, very happy and they were all playing. Then at a point, the guy with the toy asked the other one, why are you so happy? You don't have a toy. But you seem to be very happy. Then the other one said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. My father said he will be paid on Friday. When he's paid on Friday, Saturday, he will buy my toy for me. So today is Tuesday. Your toy is here. But my Saturday is coming. My Saturday is coming. My Saturday is coming. He said, my Saturday is also coming. That's why I'm so excited. That's why I'm so happy playing with yours. Because I know that my Saturday... There's no need to be jealous of your neighbor when something good is happening to your neighbor. There is no need because your time is coming. Sometimes people get jealous of the next person and then they give up and then they live there. Then they miss their blessing. But if you stay in your place and wait for your time, your blessing will come to you. Your blessing will come. It's just a matter of time. Everybody is driving. You are not driving. Your time is coming. Your time is coming. Oh yeah. Your time is coming. Sometimes you are sitting there. It doesn't look like anybody will come and marry you. You are just walking around. But God said I should tell you. Your time is coming. Your time is coming. Your time is coming. The law of divine. God has a spirit. In his time. That's why we sing this at every wedding. In his time. He makes all things beautiful in God's time not in your time but in God's time in God's time today you are struggling over something in God's time your breakthrough will come in God's time your breakthrough when we started this service I'm sure somebody came to lead prayer I was waiting I wasn't complaining why is he leading prayer then praise and worship people came they were singing they were dancing people were clapping for them people were cheering them on people were excited about them but I wasn't worried because my time was coming after that we had testimony time when they were doing testimony I was still relaxed because I knew by all means my time will come 
after that the choir was singing then there was something then there was a uh, film stars they were still clapping for all of them i was just waiting patiently now my time has come Amen. now my time has come now my time has come now, you too your time is coming the time for your breakthrough is coming i said the time for your breakthrough is coming yeah. we're here some years ago bishop larry was made a bishop we were all excited. We had a big celebration. We had a party. We invited different people. Come and let's celebrate. Come, let's celebrate with our brother. God has lifted him up. We were all here. We were, ex- we were excited. After some time, I was also chosen to be consecrated a bishop. Why? My time had come. My time had come. One day, you will also be chosen to be made a bishop. Why? Because your time would have come. Your time would have come. The law of divine time. Your time would have come. Just wait for your time. Just wait. When you don't learn to wait for your time, you do things that jeopardize your future. A lot of beautiful girls never get anybody to marry them. Do you know why? Because they don't wait for their time. So whilst they are in the line waiting, instead of waiting for the type of person that can marry them, they go after the type of person who cannot marry them. And then they waste their time. So as they waste their time, it gets to their original time. Maybe their original time is 12.30. By the time it gets to 12.30, the nice brother, come, 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 quickly, quickly. The nice brother who God has sent to come and marry you, he has now come to the church. Look at this nice brother, smile, smile. smile. Look, even when he doesn't smile, he looks very handsome. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, I, I have to dress up to be handsome. He's just handsome as he is. When the good brother has come to choose you, by the time he has come, it was 11.30. He was supposed to come at 1 o'clock. But at 12 o'clock, you said, I'm too tired of waiting. I'm just lonely. Everybody has a beloved. My friend has got somebody. Go back a bit. My friend has got somebody. Only me. I have nobody. I have no. I feel lonely. I am so lonely. Everybody's lonely. I got to get myself somebody. Then you look around. You look around. You, look, you say, oh, you with Nkaba. Mr. Nkaba, please. I'll take Mr. Nkaba. I'll take Mr. Nkaba. I'll stay. Oh, I don't care. Put it down. Mr. Nkaba, put it down. I like Mr. Nkaba like that. Put it down, put it down, Mr. Nkaba. I like you like that. Let us just be. Let us be. Let us be together. Let us be together. So now, it's quarter to one. Your man is supposed to come at one o'clock. Quarter to one. Please go on an outreach and win this show. Please, you go on an outreach, win the soul for me. So, quarter to one, they are winning the soul. Then it's ten minutes to one. Then it's five minutes to one. Then he comes to join the church. So here he is, he has come to join the church. He's a good brother. Now he's, it's one o'clock. At one o'clock, you are supposed to be without Mr. Nkaba. Because at one o'clock, he's going to look for a beloved. But at one o'clock, when he swings his head around, to look for mistake to look for a beloved all he sees is you and mr nkaba he sees you robbing the nkaba you are robbing the nkaba you are robbing the nkaba so he looks at you and he says oh not this one then he turns his eye like that z then he decides to he, he, then he decides to choose this one you can it's just one example please don't take it to welcome so he chooses this one 
he chooses this one. Then now he's with this one. Then after a while, after after a while, after a while, Mister Kaba realizes that he has made a mistake. He realizes that he really loves his wife, and he cannot leave his wife. So he leaves you, and he goes back to his wife. Then now, by that time, it's 4 p.m. Your chance is gone. Your time is gone. You are older than somebody who can be chosen. Then now, nobody chooses you. Then this guy is coming for his wedding with this beautiful sister. Their colors for the wedding is black and gold. Black. Black because they are blacks and gold because they are rich. Then they are coming for their wedding. As they come for their wedding, you are sitting at the back. You are a bitter old witch. And you begin to say, and when did this girl come to the church? Who is this girl who has joined the church? Now he's, she's taking all the brothers in the church. All the things are going to her. Even Bishop likes this girl more than all of us. That's why he connected this girl to this guy. The reason is very simple. You moved out of your timing. So when your time came, this guy was destined to choose you. But because you were with Mr. Kaba, God had to make a plan B. God, may you not miss your timing. May stand to your feet and give somebody a high five and say, I will wait for my time. 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 I'll 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 wait. I will go for Mr. Nkaba. I'll wait for my time. For my time, I'll wait patiently for my time. May you wait for your time. Everybody stand to your feet. We are closing. May you wait for your time. May you wait. Just know that in God's time, He makes all things beautiful. God is always working. God is always up to something. God is always doing something. God is always busy working. Though you may not see it, He's busy working. All He needs is for you to trust Him. And know that he's working in your time, it will happen to you. I tell you one last story. Once upon a time, we used to live in London with a certain sister. Now, this sister, nobody was marrying her. No, but very good sister in the church. Nobody was marrying her. This one will come, then they will swerve. This one will come, then they will swerve. This one, but she was very faithful, just doing the work of God, just being there. And one day, there was this, this, this very great man who, when his children come to London for holidays, this lady will look after them and take them out for shopping and help them to do all the things that they, they need to do. One day it came to pass, unfortunately, that the man's wife passed away. So when the man's wife passed away, a few years later, the man decided, I am going to marry again. I need to marry again. Then, when he started to look for somebody to marry, then he remembered 
Because when you now have children, you have to marry again. One of the things you consider are your children. Yeah. As soon as you have children, you, 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 every decision you make concerns your children. So you think about it. When he had to choose somebody, he thought, who can be a mother to my children? Then he, it occurred to him that, look, even when his wife was alive, the, the children used to go to London for holidays a lot. There was somebody in London who used to look after his children. And he said, ah, what, who else can be a better mother to my children than this lady? Then he made up his mind and he went to that lady. And today he's married to that lady. That lady has become the mother. This lady could have jumped out of the church and gone to take a blesser. This lady could have gone to, I've been in this church for 17 years. There's even, even like, my type is not in the church. I can't see anybody who can marry me in the church. One of these days, some type of guys are going to come to the church who have never been in the church before. God is intentionally going to bring a certain type of people in the church. And those are the people who are going to choose you. If you have moved out of the church by then, you will miss your boat. This woman got this breakthrough. Why? She waited for her time. She just waited. Today she's happily married and blessed. Anytime I see her, I remember when we used to be in London. When we used to be in London. God will meet you at the point of your need in his time. God is working. Just believe it. He's working. He's up to something. He's working. He's up to something. You may not see it. You may not see it in your marriage. But he's up to something. You just have to believe it. You just have to believe it. Roll it, man. Let's God is working. He's up to something. He's up to something. I may not see it, but still I'm trusting. God is working. Every tear that falls, oh yes, he's never 
five minutes and I'm done. I want, to, I want you to pray. We are all going to pray. And whatever is on your heart that you need God to touch you with today, it may be your health. It's going to be a short prayer, so you better start praying from the word go. There's no space for warming up. Okay? Today my prayer is that by divine and supernatural selection, God will select you. By your faith, your breakthrough will come to you. I don't know what is bothering you right now. Somebody is looking for breakthrough with the academic. Somebody is looking for breakthrough with their Christian life. Somebody needs to break free from an addiction. Somebody needs help in their help in their health. Healing in their health. They need it. Somebody needs a job. Whatever the miracle, God is a, we serve a God of miracles. And today he's here today. Lift up your hands and lift up your voice wherever you are. And begin to call on God right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Wherever you are. Just lift your voice and begin to pray with me. Begin to pray. 
Kebola
Lift up your hands wherever you are. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, behold every hand that is lifted up. It represents one request or another. It also represents the fact that we surrender it all to you. We say take over and do what only you can do. Do what only you can do. What only you can do. In the name of Jesus. Move in this place in the name of Jesus. Move in this place in the name of Jesus. And visit your people. Visit your people. Touch your people. Receive a touch right now. Right now. One, two, three, four, five, six. Receive a touch wherever you are now. Now. A touch of the Holy Ghost. A touch of the power of God. Makoli pakotasepa. Holy Spirit move along this place. Touch us. Bring healing. Bring deliverance. Bring breakthroughs. Recover that which is lost. Bring open doors. Opportunities. Restore what is broken. Restore what is broken. God is restoring what is broken. God is fixing what is broken. God is fixing what is broken. Restore what is broken. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you can speak in tongues, begin to speak in tongues right now. Wherever you are. If you can't speak in tongues, just thank God. Just lift up your hands and thank God wherever you are. He's doing it. He's doing it. If he said it, surely he meant it. And if he meant it, it means he will do it. He will do it. Receive a touch now, now. Somebody is being set free from alcoholism. From alcoholism right now. Somebody is being set free. The chains are being broken. The chains are being broken. The chains are being broken. The chains are There's somebody here. You like sleeping with older men. God is coming into your life and setting you free. God is coming into your life and setting you free. Your deliverance is here. Your deliverance is here. Your deliverance is here. Your deliverance is here. There's somebody here you can you always struggle to be serious. You are serious for a while with your Christian life. Then you fall off the wagon. You are serious for a while. Then you fall off the wagon. God is coming your way right now, right now, with help, with help, with help. The Holy Spirit is touching you right now. Makoli pakotaleli, kemo sikoli mokaiba, rapadoba, kemo kemo kemo, makoli Lift your hands and just thank Him right now. Just thank Him. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are here. You feel the presence of the Lord upon you. Come, let me just pray with you. I'm praying with perhaps only this group 
and then we will bring the service to an end. You are here, you feel God is there. You feel something you usually don't feel. You feel like you are crying, you feel something, you feel a heat. There's somebody and you feel a warm sensation, a warm sensation, a warm sensation all around you. Come, come, let me pray with you quickly, 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 quickly. Makoliba, do we have oil? Let's, let's use some oil. Makoliba, kotaliba, kebolo, sepaloba, limpantobadi, kebaloba, limpantodi, Stretch your if, if nothing is happening to you, just stretch your hands towards them and pray for them. Just stretch your hands towards my God, my God, my God, my God. Matoliba, Kemalolo, Setoliba, Setoliba, Matoliba, Loba, Brain de Bread, Roba Deba. Is the oil coming? Is the oil coming? Is the oil coming? Matoliba, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Matoliba, Kemaloba, Matoliba. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Malebo, Ripato, Sebekele. Thank you, Jesus. Malekolaba, Kemalolo. Lema, not too much. Just a little. Just one round. Maloba, Ripato, Kalebe. Beno, Bakala. Receive a touch from God. Receive a touch from God. Maleba, Lekale. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's asking something. Receive a touch now. Malekolaba, Kale. Holy Ghost. Confirm your work. Confirm your work. Makeleba with signs and with wonders. With signs and with wonders. With signs and with wonders. My God, my God. Makeleba, Kebola, Repedoba, Lemakola. Thank you, Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God. My God. My God. May the anointing break the yoke. May the anointing break the yoke. May the anointing break the yoke. It's broken now in the name of Jesus. It's broken in the name of Jesus. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Maloba. Thank you, Jesus. Malota. Lift up your hands right here. Lift up your hands.
towards these ones and pray for them. As you pray for them, God is visiting you. Today may be their turn. Tomorrow will be your turn. I said tomorrow will be your turn. Lift up your voice and just pray. My God. If you are in front, lift up your hands, please. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and just pray. Father, thank you. Thank you. Now. It's happening now. What has delayed in your life? It's happening now. It's your time. Divine timing. Divine timing. Now, now. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Thank you. Lift your hands, please. Be free. From today, flourish. 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 Flourish now. The Holy Spirit is going to move from under your feet until it begins to choke you. Now. One, two, three. God is working. Be free. I anoint your feet to abode in His house. From today. May the Holy Spirit guide your steps, deliver you from evil, and bring you into its will for His purpose in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Maloba, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. The Holy Spirit is a good spirit. He's a good spirit. He will not do any evil to you. Receive a touch from the Holy Spirit now. Feel a sweetness of the Holy Spirit right now, right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, a warm sensation, which is the presence of God. The presence of God. Receive it right now, right now, right now, right now. It's heavy, it's heavy, it's heavy, it's heavy, it's heavy, it's heavy. Be free. Whatever you are burdening with, receive deliverance. Captivity is being broken. The chains are coming off. Thank you, Jesus. It's yours. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. My God. My God. He's coming on you now. 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 You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. You feel his warm presence. You feel his presence. You feel his presence. You feel his presence. The power of the Holy Ghost is on you now. Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the presence of God. It's the presence of God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, strength to do well. Strength to do well. Strength to do well. Strength to do well. In the name of Jesus.
it's yours in the name of Jesus receive it right now right now thank you Lord it's yours it's yours it's yours it's yours my God my love thank you Just thank God wherever you are. Father, it is done. It is done. they have had to stay up to this time. Visit them. Visit them with your miracle and your breakthroughs. Them that have prayed for, them that have not prayed for. It is you that chooses somebody and blesses them. Choose each one of us here and bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? You are here this morning. You want to say, Pastor, please pray. Stand to your feet, please. I've, I've, I'm almost done, but stand to your feet. Let's pray this prayer and then we have closed. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't know Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. If I am to die today, I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or I'll go to hell. You are here like that. I want to give you an opportunity to welcome Jesus into your life. Because the Bible says, one day the books shall be opened. And another book will be open called the book of life. And anybody whose name is not found in the book of life will be sent into the lake that burns with fire. That is hell. So you, in spite of all the miracles, the greatest miracle is that your name will be written in the book of life. So you are here this morning. You want to say, Pastor, I want to share in the love of Christ which led him to die 
and shed his blood for my sins. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, every eye closed, please. Let's give privacy to our brothers and sisters. You want me to say, Pastor, pray, pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I just want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand, please. Pastor, please pray with me. Don't be shy. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Lift it high above your head. I want to. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you came by yourself. But I want to make sure that your name is written in the book of life. So that when you die, you go to heaven. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If your right hand is up, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you quickly. And then we... Come, come. If you lifted up your hand, just come. Come quickly. my humble If you are in front, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Say it with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones in the name of Jesus. Keep them, use them for your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773-1605. God richly bless you.